It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. They had a very pleasant good morning, everybody. It's always good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind and last night at Lone Depot Park in Miami. The Marlins and the Pirates played game two of their three-game weekend series. Edward Cabrera is looking for his first win in the major leagues. You know, to be very honest with you, that's a very disappointing night of baseball for the Miami Marlins, who were simply way too sloppy defensively. And there is a razor-thin margin for error in Major League Baseball, and the Marlins made way too many of them tonight, and they didn't commit an error. But it was just simply too sloppy defensively for the Marlins, and it cost them. The Pirates double up the Marlins 6-3 to three in Game 2. They have won this series. They have now won 5 of 6 in this season series. Game 7 in this season series looms tomorrow afternoon. Sandy Alcantara on the mound at 110. In the middle game tonight, Edward Cabrera made his fifth major league start, still in search of his first win. He went opposite of the right-hander Bryce Wilson, who was putting in a bid for his third win of the season with a 497 ERA in 2021. The Pirates scored first tonight in the top of the first inning. Brian Hayes led off with a double. He advanced the third on a pass ball. He scored on a wild pitch. The Pirates had an early 1-0 lead after one inning tonight. Move along to the bottom of the third inning. Nick Fortes making his major league debut tonight. He singled in his first ever Major League at bat. Very, very cool. By the way, Nick Fortes and Peyton Henry, who debuted in back-to-back nights for the Marlins, how about this stat for you? It was the third time in modern history, in the modern era, that catchers, a starting catcher, made his Major League debut on consecutive days. The last time it happened was the St. Louis the St. Louis Browns sent Joe Jenkins and Jack Enzenroth behind the plate in 1914. The first time since 1914, two catchers made their debuts in back-to-back nights. So. Nick Fortes collected himself a hit in the bottom of the third inning. The Marlins were really scratching and clawing in this ballgame tonight. They did not score until the fifth. Now, Edward Cabrera, it was an okay night, not terrific. His first start in the big leagues has been his best to date. Top of the fourth inning, Pirates had a 1-0 lead. Cole Tucker led off the inning with a triple. Hoy Park lined out the second. The pitcher, Bryce Wilson, reached on a fielder's choice, a play in which Cole Tucker was out at the plate. Following Wilson, Cabrian Hayes doubled. They were on second and third with two outs in the fourth inning for Kevin Newman. Here's the pitch. And the ball is popped up, shallow right. Jazz goes back. He's called for it. There's going to be a collision. Sanchez and Chisholm bang together, and two runs have scored on the play, and it should have been the third out of the inning. You know, I mentioned the Pirates win this ball game 6-3 to three tonight. That ball's got to be caught. Inexplicably, they ruled that a hit. It's not a hit. Somebody made an error on the play. That's got to get sorted out. And you've got the pass ball and the wild pitch in the first inning. It was 3 nothing after three and a half innings of play. That's the ball game, folks. That's the ball game. Pirates get three runs tonight, and they had no business getting three. Uh, we should still be playing. In theory. Anyway, 3 nothing after 3.5 in this ball game tonight. And the Pirates continued to tack on in the fifth inning. Sean Gunther came on for Miami. He allowed a single, 
a walk, a fielder's choice, and Hoy Park came to bat and had an opportunity to drive a couple in with two outs in the fifth. But he's got to get Park to take care of that, and Park hits a drive high into the air, out into left center, and that's going to one-hop against the wall. One run is home. Here comes a second run home. The throw is late, and on at third base is Park with a triple and two runs batted in, and it is a 5 to nothing lead for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And that would be plenty for the Pittsburgh Pirates tonight, although the Marlins did chip away facing Bryce Wilson. Bottom of the fifth inning, one on, one out. Nick Fortes was already one for one tonight, looking to make it two for two. Make adjustments. First ball hitting. This ball's lifted in the air by Fortes to deep left center. It is up, up and away. A two-run home run in his first big league game. Nick Fortes. With Diaz scoring ahead of him, he tours the base paths, and he is having a pretty good day. Oh, 5-2 after five innings of play. Fortes at that point, two for two with a home run, a single, a run scored, and a couple of RBIs. That's one heck of a Major League debut for Nick Fortes tonight. We move along to the seventh inning of this ball game this evening. Paul Campbell put together three relatively solid innings of relief for the Miami Marlins, but he got dinged up in the seventh. Cole Tucker, the switch hitting uh, right fielder tonight for the Pittsburgh Pirates, came to bat. He was already at that point two for three in the ballgame, had an opportunity for more in the seventh. Here it is. A swing here, and the ball drilled through the right side. He drives in the run. Tucker with his third hit of the game. And he gives the Pittsburgh Pirates a 6-2 lead. Well, that was pretty much the nail in the coffin for the Marlins tonight. They had an opportunity in the ninth inning. They chipped away a little bit. Chasen Shreve was on in relief of Kyle Keller, the former Marlin of the ninth inning. An inning in which Rojas led off with a single. Jazz Chisholm reached on a fielder's choice. Rojas was forced out at second base. Brian De La Cruz walked. Jesus Sanchez struck out. There were two aboard and two out in the ninth inning for Lewis Brinson. And the ball is popped up on the infield behind the pitcher's mound. Let's see who's going to make the call. It is the third baseman, and he can't get it. It drops on the mound behind him. Home to score is Jazz Chisholm. And instead of this game being over, the Marlins have got something going. That makes it a 6-3 to three game. Well, the tying man came to bat there in the bottom of the ninth inning, but Jason Shreve struck out Lewin Diaz. And the Miami Marlins fall to the Pittsburgh Pirates 6-3 to in Game 2 of this three-game weekend series tonight. The Pirates have now won 5 of 6 in this season series. They improved to 56-92. and The Marlins fall back to 62-86. and Bryce Wilson, your winner, now 3-7 and this season. Edward Cabrera, the loser. His ERA inflates to 6.20, now 0-2 in the big leagues this season. Uh, Multi-hit performers for the Marlins tonight. Just Nick Fortes in his Major League debut. Had the two-run home run. Went two for three at the plate. Key Brian Hayes had a couple of hits for the Pittsburgh Pirates. So too did Yossi Tsutsugo uh, and Cole Tucker. Three for five for the Pittsburgh Pirates in this ballgame tonight with an RBI. 
Uh, the Marlins offensively, one for four with runners in scoring position. They did not have a lot going on the base pass this evening. The Pittsburgh Pirates, three for 15. They left 10 men on base again. They squandered a ton of opportunities, but they still found a way to come home with six runs in this ballgame. Cabrera goes four innings for Miami, three runs, two earned, six hits, three walks, seven strikeouts. Gun through an inning, he allowed a couple of runs. Paul Campbell, three innings of one run ball. He walked a couple, struck out two, and Williams came on and tossed a clean top of the ninth inning. So, Bryce Wilson, your winner. Uh, De Los Santos, Howard Keller, and Shreve all pitch for the Pittsburgh Pirates. For the Miami Marlins tonight, they strike out 11. That means $275 will be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. 6-3 to three, the final score for Pittsburgh. Six runs, 10 hits, and one error. For the Marlins, three runs, seven hits, no errors. We started this ball game at 6-10 tonight. We ended at 9-40. Total game time, three hours and 30 minutes in front of 12,300 at Lone Depot Park. An unfortunate night, a disappointing night for the Marlins. Simply made too many errors and mistakes defensively. Pass balls, wild pitches. There was a hit in the top of the fourth inning that should not have been ruled a hit. It should have been an error on either Sanchez or Chisholm. Those were three runs right there. Let's hear from Don Mattingly afterwards. Thanks, Jason. Uh, Donnie, just starting with a positive, you know, Nick Fortes, first big league hit, first big league home run. That's Michael Perez trying to steal second. What did you see from him in his big league debut? Yeah, obviously the plate looked good. You know, basically it seemed like he hit everything hard uh, tonight. The, I think third at bat was hit pretty good too. Um, yeah, I think I think he did fine. Obviously, uh, Edouard was a little, a, a lot to handle early. You know, with some pulled, some pulled balls on that side of the plate. Um, but I, yeah, I thought he looked good. Is that what you feel like maybe some of those wild pitches and the pass ball early kind of stemmed from just those two trying to get on the same page uh, early in the ball game? Uh, I don't know about that. They, you know, he's caught him in triple A. So it's not like this is a new experience. Um, you know, when you, when a guy pulls a fastball, it's, it's going to be hard to get to and the breaking ball on that side. You know, when he gets on that side, it's, it's tough. So um, I didn't know they called it a pass ball or a wild pitch. But, um, yeah, I don't think it was anything other than just tough balls to handle. Jordan? Yeah. Hey, Donnie, you were talking about pregame, about how the strikeouts could come eventually with the sequencing, all that. You got seven tonight. Just what did you see from Edward overall, especially limiting damage, especially when he had a lot of traffic on the base paths tonight? Yeah, a lot of pitches, but did a nice job of getting out of some stuff. Um, you know, again – you know, he kind of exposed down a little bit with his off-speed stuff. He threw some good breaking balls down there, change-ups down there. Uh, got some guys in the swing mode. Um, so he did a nice job of getting out of, out of jams. Um, really ends, should really end up getting out of that with one. Um, but, yeah, I think, again, I think we're going to, you know, we're going to see a bumpy road. Uh, sometimes it's going to look good, and then other times it's not. And tonight he got the ball down in the areas that he needed to against that club um, and got some strikeouts. Yeah, you mentioned he should have gotten out with one. What did you see on that play between Jazz and Jesus on that pop-up in the fourth? Yeah, just miscommunication. Um, it looked like Jazz is there. Um, Jesus has got priority, you know, so if he's calling, 
you know, it's his ball. Um, sound like he was calling. Jazz was there. Not sure Jazz must have heard it at the very, very last second and just kind of, you know, stayed there. So, um, yeah, just miscommunication as much as anything. Um, to me, it's a ball that Jazz, you know, he's kind of camped, even though it's Jesus's priority. You know, he has the priority over him. Uh, it's one of those you got to, you know, you got to know where your infielder is and, and, and all that. So just miscommunication. Christina, go ahead. Donnie, you mentioned his pregame that uh, Edward has like four good pitches. You mentioned, you know, maybe those pitches down the zone against the Pirates today. It wasn't a matter of, did his stuff look sharp or was it he was kind of taking advantage of maybe a weakness with the Pirates hitters? No, I thought his stuff, his stuff pretty consistent. Uh, he seemed to be a little rough around the zone early, but he got some, he got some strikeouts uh, with the ball down. This changeup, like we said, when, when he's got that good changeup working and the breaking ball working, you do have to gear it up. I mean, he is, you know, he's 96, 97. So you do have to turn, you know, you got to get on it a little bit as a hitter. And, and those late, late movement down on the plate is, is a tough pitch to lay off of. And I think we've seen that today. So uh, I thought his stuff was pretty like it always is. It's, it's pretty good every time out. Um, so, yeah. Back to Jess. Donnie, after that, um, miss catch on the pop-up between uh, Jazz and Jesus. You know, we saw them talking pretty extensively about it in the dugout, and I'm just curious how much do you leave it up to them, especially being two young players who can use that as a learning opportunity? How much do you leave it up to them to kind of talk that one out versus how much do you step in and try and use that moment uh, as a teaching opportunity? I think a little bit of both, honestly. Um you want those guys to work it out and, and have that conversation of, you know, what they're thinking, right? And so they both understand both sides of it, um, you know, and then, you know, I still think you use it as a teaching moment because it's it's not, you know, if you went by the letter of the law or letter, you know, kind of the rule is, hey, Zeus has got priority. He calls it. If Jazz hears it, he's got to clear out, right? And, and then if you use a little more common sense, Jazz is standing there waiting for it. You don't need to run him off that ball, right? So it's it's kind of one of those, again, that's where I get to the communication part. Um, so neither guy is necessarily, like, in the wrong other than somebody's got to catch it, right? <laughs> the ball's got to be caught. That, that's not the kind of ball that can drop. Um, you know, and that kind of led to that. That whole game was kind of, for me, a lot of mental mistakes, you know, throwing the ball to the wrong base, uh, just little stuff that was just felt sloppy, right? And it felt loose where we're, we're not we're not doing the right things on the field. You're going to – because I look up there, I feel like we've made three or four errors and we hadn't made any, right? And so they're more of the mental side. And those are the ones that you, you, you want to be able to correct um, and not let those happen again. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the ball club 6-3 loss last night. Game three of this series comes your way this afternoon at 110. Sandy Alcantara on the mound for Miami. We're on the air at 1240 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.